what you need to do is to replicate yourself on your homepage. And I am very specific using homepage rather than the rest of your pages, because if you cannot make your case on your homepage, you don't have essays. That's why for majority of our clients, they come in with a big sitemap. We really start with their homepage. It's much better to have a very effective homepage than a massive marketing website with many pages that and vague content and half-baked communication. So we really focus on the homepage. And on your homepage, you need to make a convincing case. You need to replicate that experience that your lead or prospect would have if they are locked in. Bonanza Growth Podcast, innovation, strategy, and UX for SaaS. Bonanza Studios is a growth consultancy for SaaS and fintech startups. Every SaaS business needs to fight in three different battles. First, product market fit. Discovering a growing marketing and designing a compelling and undeniable solution to meet that demand. Second, product-led growth. Turning your product into a growth vehicle by leveraging outcome-driven UX design. And third, creative marketing and organic brand building. If you're looking for a reliable partner to drive growth, check out our website at bonanza-studios.com. Hi there, Barrett here, and I'm back again for another mini episode that I talk about certain topics that I am dealing with on a daily basis, helping early stage startups to scale. This episode is all about the psychology of sales, especially for B2B SaaS. And the topic here is people buy from people. Sound straightforward, common sense maybe for you. And for a lot of founders and founding teams, when you say this to them, they are nodding, typically. Yes, of course, we know that. However, in reality, there is a gap between knowing this and executing it. I work with early-stage startups and help them to get to their product market fit. Product market fit essentially what it means is that you have identified a growing market where there is suppliers and buyers. It's growing and you have identified a set of ICPs, ideal customer profiles, that you could serve them based on your capabilities, tools and processes. So you have a product for them that could sell, that could solve their absolutely urgent, blatant problems that they have to deal with on a daily basis. 
that's product market fit. And the first step of any product market fit campaign that I run for clients is positioning and messaging. Positioning means who you are targeting. And to know that, you need to know who you are not targeting. You get to your target audience by through a process of omission, right? You first need to know who you cannot serve. Then you will be left with set of potential target audiences, ICPs, that you can serve. So if you identify a growing market, a set of ICPs, and you know that there's a, you have a solution for them, then fantastic. You got your position right. But the first, second step in the process is communication, messaging, broadcasting your message to them and make a convincing case that you know what you're talking about. You're the expert in the topic. That's really key. So you have deep insights in the market. First, you know their problems better than them. Second, third, you know how to solve it. Fourth, prove to them or convince them why your product is better than the rest of your competitors. And you need to wrap around your reasoning in social proof. Testimonials, video texts. Case studies, books, podcasts, events. When I say people buy from people, especially in B2B, what I mean by that is you really cannot treat your B2B business as a B2C, as a direct consumer. Direct to consumer products. If I want to buy a shoe, I don't want to know who is behind the company, who is behind the brand, who is the CEO, who is the team, what they are capable of, what they have achieved. I am directly interfacing with the brand. Your brand is far more important and who's behind it. You may have a personal brand, for example, David Beckham perfume. David Beckham is a human, is a person, but also a brand. But at the end of the day in B2C, you buy from the brand rather than buying from a person. In B2B, that's different. You buy from person. Of course, if you have grown to the size of intercom, you, you manage to transition from a founder-led business to a brand that everyone knows. And when B2B purchasers 
want to evaluate and compare different options, Intercom as a brand has a decisive lever, decisive leverage. But for early stage startups that are up and coming and are few years in, you don't have a brand authority. You haven't really evolved to that level. Essentially, people want to know whether they can trust you. That's why the role of founder-led marketing is so crucial and core in the in in the way of growing a B2B SaaS early stage startup. So you may say that okay, that's that's fair, but as a CEO, co-founder, founder of the early stage startup, I really cannot go to every calls and meet every potential buyers. Fair enough. At the end of the day, you have limited amount of time on a weekly basis and it's not humanly possible to meet all the prospects or all the leads what you need to do is to replicate yourself on your homepage and i am very specific using homepage rather than the rest of your pages because if you cannot make your case on your homepage you don't have essays that's why for majority of our clients they come in with a big sitemap we really start with their homepage it's much better to have a very effective homepage than a massive marketing website with many pages that and vague content and half-baked communication so we really focus on the homepage and on your homepage, you need to make a convincing case. You need to replicate that experience that your lead or prospect would have if they are locked in in a call with you. So you need to buy their trust, buy their initial trust. So they can consider you and shortlist you as, as a potential supplier. So people buy from people, right? A significant portion of B2B SaaS startups think that if just they throw in screenshot of their applications and some testimonials that's it that's their website that's their homepage but it's deeper than that i'm not advocating that that the face of the ceo the needs to be there on the homepage that's not the case what i'm advocating is on your homepage you need to make sure your prospect could trust you. How can you establish trust? Let's go through. Let's break it down. First, 
you need to be able to share deep insight about the market, about the vertical that you're in, and connect it directly to your customer, your prospect problems. For example, a deep insight it would be, we know that your top sales folks, people sell, but the problem is how you can increase the productivity of your middle layer, middle level salespeople. That's an example of a deep insight into how that's an example of a deep insight about this vertical. On your homepage, you need to come across as expert. You need to come across as surgeon versus a general doctor. If you need a heart surgery, you don't go to a general doctor. You go to a heart surgeon. But you need to trust them. The way you trust them is by following their track record. Right? So first of all, you need to come across as someone that has deep knowledge about that specific vertical. Second, you need to go deeper and break down exactly the problems, the main pain points of your prospects and explain them to them to them if you cannot explain what my problems is you have no connection you, you cannot connect if you cannot explain to me exactly and plainly and simply what my problems are well you wouldn't be able to connect to me on emotional level i'm part of sales and sales is emotional, right? So you need to make the case, what's wrong with me? So you go from sharing deep insights about your vertical to clearly and simply and plainly break down what's wrong with me. Then you need to position your product, how your product is going to Help me move forward in plain and simple messaging. And also you need to make a case at the end how your product is different from the others. Why should I be buying from you? What do you guarantee to me? What are the benefits of it? And then you need to make sure that there is social proof to back your claim. If you manage to achieve this, you manage to replicate yourself on your homepage. So you don't end up going to every call. You can scale your business. Right? And that's a problem with a lot of early stage startups is that the founders tell me, we just need to go into calls and then we make a sales, but we don't 
get so much cold leads. A healthy business can convert warm leads as well as cold leads. Often early stage startups, they get referrals. Their investors give them a list to connect them to some other businesses from their own past network. They reach out to potential buyers, but they really fail to convert any cold lead from their website into prospects. And un unless you don't crack the code of communicating clearly why you are a thought leader in your vertical and how you can and demonstrate clearly how you can innovatively solve the blatant and urgent of your target customers, you don't have a business case. You cannot get your unit economics right. And without having a predictable unit economics, there are no further investments. And at some point, your runaway will dry up and you have to close the shop. Cool. Um, thanks a lot, folks. Um, just wanted to really go deep into this topic that people buy from people and why. Hopefully, you get something out of this. And until the next short episode, I wish you a very, very, very until next episode, stay healthy and safe. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more information, go to bonanza-studios.com.